Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Raj, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, it's a sad day. It's a sad week. Very sad. Very, very sad. Game of Thrones is no longer in our lives. It is it is over. Since, for the first time since 2011? Sure. Am I right on that? Uh, I probably. Think? Yeah, I think you're right. Let's look here. Sounds about right. And did... Here we go. When did Game of Thrones start? Um, <laughs> um, season two was 2012, so yeah, 2011. Okay. First time in eight years. Okay. The uh, the beautiful Daenerys Targaryen has not been part of our lives anymore. The, the beautiful Jon Snow has not been part of our lives anymore. Yeah. The beautiful Tyrion Lannister has <laughs> not been part of our lives anymore. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody who didn't watch over if you've been on social media at all. I feel like it's uh, already spoiled. Yeah, you're spoiled. Yeah. I just want to know, Lance, were you satisfied? It's a question I ask everybody at a certain yeah. point. Are yeah. you satisfied? Were you satisfied? <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I it's just, it, I was passive. I was just watching how things happened and then the way they went was the way they decided to make it go. My my wife was bent, my my daughter liked it and I was uh the the small the little little bear. Uh just right. I mean, I was fine. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I I I felt it was a reasonable a reasonable resolution. Uh-huh. I, you know, there's there's no way you're going to make everybody happy. No. And the people who aren't happy are by default, going to be louder than the people who are, right? Yeah, it's true. just always yeah. the deal. And yeah. so you're always going to have people who no matter what happened, it wasn't going to be enough, right? Yeah. So, But I thought it was, you know, you kind of... I mean, if you were expecting a happy ending, you haven't been watching the show. Yeah. And it was as happy of an ending as it was going to get. I think really. so, yeah. It was kind of a circle, right? It, it wasn't just... a rom-com. Come on. They're not going to go off in the sunset. That'd and... be so good though, right? <laughs> Like the chi- the running through the airport uh-huh. scene to like find the girl before she gets on the plane, uh-huh. and she's like boarding on the plane, and you scream out, you know that kind of deal. It was Danny's- you, and it was always you. Yeah, Danny's boarding a plane, and John's <laughs> running through the airport trying to find her. Like that's not the show. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, so I I enjoyed it. I yeah. thought it was good. I thought, um, you know, I mean, I just it. it it was the end of a TV show, right? It's yeah. always going to be bittersweet. There's always going to be stuff like, hey, what about this? Well, I wish they would have done it that way. But, like, yeah. just fucking dragons breathing fire on everything. Like, it's cool. Like, just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, that, that's how that I was. It's not that serious. I mean, it, it was, it's fantasy. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just here for the dragons. Did have one big beef, though. One big beef. And? No nudity in the final episode. That was a little odd. Yeah, someone mentioned, yeah, someone was, I think I'm going to start watching. And they're like, yeah, there's a lot of nudity early on, but not so much in the later years. And and uh, I'm like, well, yeah, because like Amelia Clark is a big ass star now. She doesn't need to do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and the brothels, I think they all burned up. 
There was a broth brothel in episode two. No, maybe one of this season. Oh Braun. yeah, that's right. Braun Braun hit up the brothel. That's right. Um Yeah. Yeah. That was, I think, the only nudity of the of the season. Yeah. Besides uh, Arya, we had the uh, the Arya. Oh yeah, yeah, the uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. The really weird, like, hey, she was eleven on the show when it started. Uh-huh. I guess that she's eighteen now, but now I'm looking at her naked body, which is weird. Yeah. Very tough stuff. Tough look. Tough look. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was good. I, you know, for for anybody who hasn't watched yet or whatever, like. Don't let the sort of social media uproar of the last season scare you away. It's some of the best television watching experiences I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. It, some uh, of the most jaw dropping. Some of the most caught me out of nowhere. Yeah, know, all of that stuff. Exactly. So it's definitely worth it. Uh, it's worth a watch. My daughter, my youngest, she's like, okay, now that it's over, I'll start. She's okay, just so wa- your do- Okay. Oh, so she hasn't started yet. No. Okay. She's eighteen. She is not, so it's like, well... How old right. is she, 17? 17, yeah. She's, she's okay, close enough. Okay, so I mean, yeah, I mean, right. it's, it's yeah she's close enough. Yeah. What's the... Is she the, about the youngest that you would let a child watch the show? Yeah, I mean, I think about myself when I was 15 and would have been... Oh, happy. could you even imagine? Yeah. I'm like, like <laughs> I had HBO when I was a kid, uh-huh. and, you know... There was just one HBO, and whatever was on was on. There was no on-demand. There was no internet. There was no nothing. And so, like, see, but at least nights, you had the HBO. We we had the scrambled that, box, and I had to watch yeah. the, the the boob that was all distorted. Right. And say, absolutely, oh, that, that was. A I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm not complaining. But I do remember at some point when I was like 14 uh-huh. or 15, they added sort of the little precautionary. Sort of at the beginning, the, oh. what does this contain? You oh, know, uh, yeah, violence, right. language, whatever. Uh-huh. And so lots of looking for the N in that one. Right, right. Um, for nudity. And if you miss that, well, you just didn't know. You just had to watch to see, you know, what, what was going to be on. So That's right. Um, you know, what I would not have done to have this show when I was 14, 15 years old. For sure. For Hachi sure. Hachi machi. <laughs> Should have had stock in Jurgens, Lance. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. Unilever. That's probably owned by Unilever. Would be my guess. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I uh, had I had kind of a cool experience yesterday. Uh huh. I went to the office uh, on a Sunday after kind of some hectic travely things and whatnot. And so lots of kind of stuff going on um, around uh, to see a patient uh, who I'd never seen before, which I normally would never do. But it just so happens this patient uh, tweeted me oh. and uh, slid into my DMs on Twitter uh-huh. and let me know that they were having a toothache. And it just turns out, just so turns out that he's uh, probably my favorite author. Nice. Uh, if not, uh, not my favorite author, like in the top two or three. Um, and great podcast personality on the Ringer Network. Um, okay. And uh, so I got to like meet kind of a hero of mine. That's and, awesome. Uh, and, and yeah, I took care of him on a Sunday, which was super duper cool. Uh, and, I, and I enjoyed every second of that. So I, I can't really release his name sure. per se. But okay. if you searched for like my mentions on Twitter, you may see something about it. Uh, or you, if you just like 
search for what ringer writer lives in San Antonio, Texas, uh, there's only one of them. It's not like everyone, <laughs> all the ringer people live here. Uh-huh. Uh, so we, we talked about Bill Simmons a lot, who's, uh, who I'm a big fan of. We talked uh-huh. about, uh, the people at binge mode who I'm a big fan of. We talked about, uh, all the, all the people at the ringer and at Grantland ESPN. Nice. Uh, it was, it was super cool and, and talked about like this guy, how this guy started. It's really super cool. He was a teacher met his wife. His wife was his teacher and they got pregnant with twins and they realized like, Hey, we don't like two teacher incomes. Like we don't have enough money. And so he just sort of Googled around to see what he could do at home at night to make money and decided that he was going to be a sports writer. Really? And so he just started writing basketball articles for blogs. Really? And they would pay like $50 a, a pop. Like, you know, once he submitted a few or whatever and obviously had some skill and talent, uh, was getting 50 to, 60, 50 to $65 a pop, depending on how much, how many words. And enough of those kind of get published. You start to build your name and somebody showed something that he wrote to somebody at Grantland, which was sort of an ESPN spinoff at the time. Hmm. And they liked it. So they brought him in. Next thing you know, he's a staff writer for Grantland. Next thing you know, he's writing a book called Basketball and Other Things, which became New York Times bestseller and was uh, uh, one of Barack Obama's favorite books in 2015. Wow. Wrote wrote jokes for Obama for when the Cavs visited the White House for the... um, for their winning the championship and showed me a picture of him and Obama and LeBron sitting on a couch in the Oval Office. Wow. Like seriously, like what, like is is that not the American dream, right? I think that's the definition. Yeah. Super cool. And he actually was like curious about my writing, which is really uh cool. And he wanted to like see something that I wrote. So I, I showed him, the pornography article that I wrote for uh, Dental Hacks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is still probably, the, I, in my opinion, the best thing I've ever written. That was and, awesome, yeah. Uh, it was really cool. It was really cool to kind of bond with this guy, and he didn't, like, just... You know, it'd be like if I sat next to Frank Spear on a plane. Yeah. You know, Frank Spear would just think I was... He wouldn't care about anything, I any kind of dentistry I did, right? Right, uh-huh. But, like, this guy was super interested in, like, what was my writing process and that kind of stuff. Like, it was, it was really cool. That is awesome. It was really, really cool. So, it, you know, I, I don't know. I know you've treated some athletes before. Yeah, yeah. And I've treated some athletes and some NBA coaches and stuff like that. And honestly, this was kind of the highlight of, like, my experience is treating a patient. This yeah. is really, really cool. And, like, this is just a guy that writes about sports. But because, I don't know, it's like I can, I guess I can identify with that a lot better than identifying with a guy who's 6'8 and can dunk, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit more of if something you could aspire to be like him if, if you were to put your effort towards it, knowing that you probably still would fail because he happened to cap, oh, get light in the, yeah, lightning in the bottle. But yeah, the potential is there. Like, I'll never, yeah. I'll never dunk, but I right. could probably write articles. Do you remember, and, and this is a specific thing, like in the 90s, I used to love sports magazine so i had uh subscriptions to sports illustrated sport uh-huh. magazine yeah like baseball prospectus like all of those yeah and they used to have the this ad in those magazines for these tennis shoes that could help you dunk and they were yeah. really do you remember those yeah they even had a seinfeld episode where he Costanza, yeah i think they did <laughs> yeah Costanza bought some he got and- those yeah and he, got, <laughs> like, he got like four inches of vertical leap uh-huh um yeah, Shoot. big old I'm just extra stuff in the anterior, right by the ball of the foot. Yes. So try to get yeah. your 
your stretch the ligament so you get the spring. Um, I actually bought some uh, something similar, like the the knockoff thing. It wasn't the shoe; it was the thing you attached to your yeah, shoe. Yeah, because they were like three hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, but this thing was Velcro. You put it on the front of your shoe. Uh, it didn't help me a damn bit. Didn't help you at all. Yeah, I always wanted them. I'm a little white. Yeah, I think that I think <laughs> genetics has way more to do with this uh-huh. than uh, than anything else. Yeah, I'm. I'm I, it would take me a while to Google to find these, but I'm finding some newer ones that are the same kind of idea. But I would really love to find like one of those old, yeah, old magazines to show these shoes because they were ridiculous. I don't know, like, how do you walk around in those? <laughs> yeah, you don't. I never yeah. thought about that. Like, it's not, you know... It's not those Skechers with the, the extra insole thing. This is something no, you're, you're, you're wearing way, only for training. Yes. And these are way more obvious that you're wearing oh, some yeah. ridiculous <laughs> shoes. Yeah, this is... You cannot hide these. Yeah. I'll find the. I'll find them. Okay. Maybe I'll see if I can find a pair like on eBay or something and I'll buy them and I'll see uh-huh. if I can, if I just start like windmilling from the free throw line. Yeah. What happens if I do? I'm just going to feel like I missed out on life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I'm just going to, God, if I would have bought these shoes when I was 18, I'd be, I at least like paid for college. You could have gone to a little you know, real I school. I wouldn't have, yeah, I would have, <laughs> I would have gone and like, like played, you know, D1 hoops. And who knows from yeah, there, right? Like maybe, yeah. maybe the European League or something. At least. Um, they got a decent league in know. China. Could have gone there. Yeah, they played, played in, in, in Greece, you know? Hell like, yeah. Uh, That'd have been cool. No, but I didn't buy those shoes when I was 18. So here I am, 40 and miserable. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Fat and miserable at 40 because I didn't buy these shoes. Uh Uh-huh. But one of those quantum well, worlds has has you yes, jumping. Yeah, one of yeah, one of the <laughs> the ones that one of the quantum universes that we proved uh-huh. last week. Yep. Um and are still waiting for a Nobel Prize. But uh-huh. I guess that they probably I think they do that yearly. Yeah, it'll be next year. So yeah, so it's gonna be a, probably a few months before we get the, the notification that we won the Nobel Prize for proving quantum theory. That's right. Um Lance, <laughs> this is an advice show. Sometimes. Uh, we answer your questions. We answer questions <laughs> we find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit! We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. And we have a banger of a listener question tonight that, quite frankly, I'm going to enjoy getting into. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? We don't. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, who's the best 90s black gimmick comedian of all times? Because we all know <laughs> that Alonzo Hamburger Jones is the greatest 90s black gimmick comedian ever. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. A hundred to one odds that Gordon Christensen knows who Alonzo Hamburger Jones is. A thousand to one. <laughs> Go higher. Ten thousand to <laughs> yeah, one odds. Yeah. We're- Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Question one, anonymous listener asks, Hey guys, I've had several mediocre questions in the past that I've thought about sending in, but I finally got a good one for you. Uh, Anonymous listener, we're not too proud to beg. We will take your mediocre (laughs) questions too. (laughs) Believe me. I'm three short weeks away from graduating dental school and almost made it out without some crazy shit like this happening. So please... Offer your most questionable advice. I've got a 30-year-old female patient 
who came in a month ago with rampant decay in need of full mouth extractions. 30 years old, full mouth extractions. Wow. Lance, what do we say to that? Tough look. Tough for my look. Girl. Tough look. To my amazement, I got her to agree to a treatment plan of full mouth extractions along with two arches of all on X's. As you can imagine, with the patient population that dental school see, that is unusual. Yes, I would guess it is. Turns out she flies out to Vegas from time to time to do some quote-unquote exotic work. She said that her quote-unquote sugar daddy would pay for her treatment. And the price was not an issue. Since this is such a big case, I gave her my personal cell number in case any issues arose. I think that's very reasonable, Lance, don't it, you? It is. It's, it's all about the service. We got, we're all about five-star. Red the carpet. service. Red carpet. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. In case any issues arose that I could help facilitate this treatment, hopefully happening before I graduate, release the extractions and temporary dentures. Fast forward a couple weeks later, while we're stuck in scheduling limbo, out of the blue, I receive a text from her with a photo of her masturbating. No nudity but blatantly sticking a vibrator up her shorts. A while later, she sent a whole bunch of messages saying that she meant to send it to her quote-unquote guy, whose name is apparently similar to mine. I assured her that since it was an honest mistake, (laughs) we could just forget it ever happened and I'd delete the photo. And yes, Josh, it definitely was worth deleting. I love how I'm singled out. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Why am I singled out? What well, is a pervert too? It's not just me. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but you're on such a that like a professional level. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Since then, she has been wanting to come in to get some more work done before I graduate. I'm going to be honest. I would not be upset if I just coasted my ass out of dental school and never saw this lady again. I guess my question is, where do I go from here? There's a lot to unpack here. So go ahead and offer up your most ill-advised advice. Thanks. Probably ought to keep it anonymous. P.S. Also, is this something that you share with your wife or just forget about and get as far away from dental school as possible? I think let's start there. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's a good good place to start. That's a good place to start. Um, Tell me what you think, Lance, because I'm curious. Because, I mean, obviously, like, it's a little different situation for you because uh, you work with and are, um, you know, in your Sleeping with my front desk? Yeah, your wife is in your office. Yeah. Um, So, kind of tell me where your thoughts are. My thoughts are, odds are something's going to get out or revealed anyway so it's best to be open about it right away because it's going to look worse if you hide it and then it comes out that she like if this ends up she finds out on the third or fourth picture well wait a minute there were more so if you if you're open about hey this is what happened um uh i headed it off of the pass and you know the wife is in on the conspiracy to to just coast through and 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 finish school never see her again that kind of thing because my it just seems like every time I try to be deceived, I'm just a shitty liar and, and, and deceiver and things because every time I try, something happens and it comes out anyway and it looks worse. Here's the thing. And, and this is an honest question. Uh-huh. Is omission lying? To some people, yeah. I, I think this is a prime case of need to know basis. 
I, I I see it going both ways because if it never came up again, then why why bring it up at all? Right. Like why? Like that's the thing. Why are you going to? So what are the odds that it'll ever happen again or could happen ne- again? This isn't. You're three weeks out from graduation. Yeah. You're never like she's. She will get kicked down to the next student, and she'll be the next student's problem. Yeah. This I, I don't. I do not think, especially in this situation where it was. A photo that didn't really show anything. It was just suggestive. Yeah. I mean, I've had Facebook, I've had patients get drunk and on a weekend and, and Facebook message me and stuff. And um, Are you serious? Really? Yeah. And so um, unless Holly's listening that now. That has never happened <laughs> ever. <laughs> so right now Holly doesn't know, but if he's a listener, then now she knows. <laughs> Why does this stuff never happens to me? Um, yeah. I think your wife doesn't need it, but nothing happened. Like you didn't respond. Yeah. You didn't. You know, you didn't invite more. You're yep. totally in the clear here. Yep. I honestly think that, like, all you're doing in this situation is riling up your wife. Like, this is not like there's there's no there's no there's no smoke here. There's not even smoke. Right. There's not even smoke. So there's definitely not a fire. There's no smoke. So now that that's out of the way, and that Lance and I have completely different <laughs> thoughts on this. <laughs> well, not totally because I mean I got those those drunk messages that aren't uh, known. So yeah, they weren't photos though. But they were just. Yeah. So I hear about this stuff happening from time to time. And and I don't know if you remember Jenny McCarthy did this. I'm looking up details on this. Okay. Um quote unquote Jenny McCarthy said uh, to NBC Chicago, I sexted my son's dentist. Oh. So, uh, quote directly from Jenny McCarthy. Former Playboy playmate Jenny McCarthy is no stranger to posing nude. But she, is she not. said she she's not. But she said she did not mean to send her latest image to an elderly dentist. <laughs> this is uh, June 18th, 2012. Why oh. I still remember this, <laughs> I, I cannot. You're just pissed I, that you weren't the dentist. I, why does this not happen to me? Why does <laughs> yes. this happen to old, old, old man dentist in Chicago? Yeah. Uh, McCarthy accidentally sexted a naked picture of herself to her son's nearly 80-year-old male dentist. <laughs> oh, God. When she included the scandalous photo in a batch of images in an, uh, of an abscess in her son's mouth. By mistake, she se- quote-unquote sexted him <laughs> with an image meant for her Bears boyfriend, Brian Erlocker. I don't remember her dating Brian Erlocker. I don't remember that either, no. That's new to me. Quote from Jenny, so I'm taking a picture of it and I'm sending it to the dentist and I send him a nude shot by accident. I swear to God. The dentist is like 80 years old. I literally screamed at the top of my lungs. McCarthy dished a spleeb.com. The Love in the Wild host explained that she was trying to communicate her son Evan's predicament, not give the DDS a thrill. For some reason, I read this as double D's a thrill. (laughs) (laughs) This is not the only time McCarthy has donned her birthday suit recently. She posted her spread in Playboy to celebrate her upcoming 40th birthday. I feel like Jenny McCarthy having amateur nude photos on her phone is like me trying to like do oil pulling and um, like whatever bullshit whitening. Uh, what's the other like charcoal. whitening charcoal? Like mm-hmm. me trying to do that. Like you're a professional. <laughs> you have professional grade shit. Yeah. Why do you have these like iPhone photos? Um, guaranteed. What What are the odds? That the dentist, before he saw Jenny McCarthy, or like when he saw Jenny McCarthy's bringing her son on the schedule, 
What are the odds that he searched and looked at like all her nude photos on the internet? I'm going to say it's like two to one. Well, he's 80. Does he know how to use the internet? I'm guessing. I'm guessing he does. Yeah, my dad's 80, so yeah. Yeah. Because she she texted him photos, like I guess it was like emergency line. What's worse is he probably sent a dick pic back. That's a tough look for him. (laughs) That's a very tough look for him Uh because, yeah, you have to – oh, my God. Lance – I, for some reason, I just stumbled onto this. Okay. Um, there's a dental website that has this information on their blog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Somehow, this Summit Dental Care in Houston, Texas. Oh, God. Like it's got the images and everything? No. Oh, it just it. says this is like, <laughs> this is. This is the post. Uh, the title is Jenny McCarthy Text Nude Photo to Her Dentist. Dentistry may receive plenty of attention at, at the scientific journal, journalistic level, but seldom do you read about dental-related issues in celebrity news, especially for dentists in Houston like us. Huh. I, this is not something I'm putting on my office website. Yeah, I think... Okay, I think- by the way, did you hear the Jenny McCarthy said a picture of her tits to your dentist? Just FYI. Yeah, that's... That's no... Uh-uh. This is, I feel like this is not, this is not for your website, dentist. No, I mean, con- uh, content see. is king. I get that. But content is definitely king. So if you're the dentist that this happened to, <laughs> I guess maybe, maybe, you yeah, my, my do sh- like do something fun with this. Yeah, I don't. All right. So the interesting thing is here, they've got seven, Summit Dental Care, seven offices in Houston. Nowhere on the website do I see anything about who the dentist is here. Huh. So I don't know who this dentist. I was looking to see if I knew them. Is there is their blog like an aggregator? So it just happened to grab the headline, and I mean that's it. Might be. It might be, but I no, I don't uh, think so. That's a dumb use of a blog. Yeah, that's yeah. this is not just FYI. I know I know we're all looking for blog shit. I Keep I would looking. personally <laughs> stay away from Keep looking. Yeah. Oh, oh god, that's a tough I one. I mean, we don't put midget porn on on our blog just because for content. So well, at least I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen yours. I, yeah, no, I okay. I attempt to stay away <laughs> okay. from that. Okay. Um Yeah. Although I'm feeling pretty free. I've got a, a message from a listener in Scotland. And, uh, you know, our freedom of speech seems to protect us pretty well here compared to over there in Edinburgh. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, you showed me some of that. That's what it sounded like. Um, yeah, I would, I'd, have a, I'd, have a tough, I'd have a tough time with that. Oh, my God. I think she wrote, no, this can't be. I think she wrote a testimonial. Jenny did? For this dental law. Let me see where this office is. Oh, maybe this might be it. Okay, so this office is in Elgin, Illinois. I don't is that close to Chicago? Elgin? Yeah, it's like Schaumburg. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, so that this is this might be the place. Smile for Life Dental. 
Uh, under the blog, it says testimonial from celebrity Jenny McCarthy. Have you been thinking about getting some cosmetic work done to your teeth but haven't been sure where to go? Consider Smile for Life. We offer the best care by the best doctors using the best treatment available. Don't take, don't just take our word for it, though. See what Jenny McCarthy has to say. And then there's literally nothing under that. Huh. So I feel like they forgot to put in <laughs> the Jenny McCarthy thing. But this is not a pedo office. Huh. And let's see if this is an old 80-year-old dentist. Let's see here. No, Dr. Lotting is very young. Dr. Schuling is even younger. Let's look at Dr. Dreyer. Doctor, no, he's not 80. Was it Dr. Lotting, Dean Lotting? Um, yeah. Okay. Do you know that guy? Uh, yeah, his, his wife is a hygienist, and he's big in the AACD and, and such, so he's, uh, he's got a name. You know, you know him well enough to see if he got a picture from Jenny McCarthy? Uh, well, I do now. I, already, I can now. I'm, I'm not bashful. I'll, I'll text him. <laughs> yeah, hit that up. Okay. Let's see if this is the place. Okay. Because I do think it's interesting that she, I guess, said she was going to write a testimonial. And then I don't know if she did or what. But uh, I think after all of this, like, that's an interesting, this is an interesting turn of events. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dr. Dreyer's name is Richard. I'm Dr. Dick Dreyer from Pigs Eagle Titch, Georgia. <laughs> uh-huh. Dick Dreyer. Um, yeah, I guess she was supposed to send that picture to, to Brian Erlocker. Tough look. Um, yeah. yeah, why does this stuff never happen to me? That's kind of my first thought. Second thought is, is three weeks, if you've got three weeks left in dental school, you're not getting an all on all on four, all on six done. It, oh hell no! That doesn't That's, happen in three. Takes weeks. a while. Yeah, and, and so you know, ideally, you're probably working with the OMS department on this. They are not. They're not going to serially do this treatment. They're not going to do extractions and then go back and do the implants and the and the reduction. They're going to do it all together, right? Yeah, it, it's. Well, I mean, I think we think it's cool. They're definitely going to segment it and phase the treatment. They're not going to, they're not going for teeth in a day. Yeah. Well, they could. I mean, I I don't know of any other way to do it. How else would you do an all in X if you didn't do it all in a day? Well, the the old, very conservative way is you extract them all and they can have them in a healing denture. And after things heal, months later, you place the implants. And then months later, then you convert. So it, it, I'm, I guess I'm curious to know what the what the literature says about like do you get enough bone reduction if you do it that way? I feel like when you have sockets there and you can see where the apices of teeth are and where the roots of teeth go, I feel like the surgeon is more likely to give you the reduction you need that day as opposed to when everything's filled in. Well, I think your uh, the the best benefit is is cross art stabilization and uh, during the integration phase. So there's a lot of benefit to doing it all all at once. But the the planning of the uh, bone reduction it just comes in the in the early phase of the the planning itself. So yeah, uh, it it can be done either you, way. You can't but. do the reduction and then give them put them in a denture. Like once you do that reduction, like denture's kind of out of it at that point. It, I feel pr- like probably it's it's. Probably less. I mean, there's... It's going to be a really shitty denture. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you're not going to get all this done anyway. Like, just pass the buck. Yeah. I mean, I'm a lazy bastard. 
Yeah, le- less is more. That's for sure. On this case, like you did, you did the treatment planning part of it, which I feel like is that's the hardest probably, part. Probably, anyway. yeah. I mean, that's like the part that you kind of need to learn. I, I, I mean, I'm could be, but the way it happens in my office is treatment plan it right, uh, and then get everything like get finances lined up, all that stuff. Great, yada yada yada. Then it comes to day of procedure, either at the OMS office or at the Clear Choice office or wherever. Procedure gets done. And then the lab tech does like most of the heavy lifting on the conversion. And I kind of screw it in. That's sort of it. I mean, that's kind of how that goes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're doing you're doing more because you're doing surgery. Right, right. Which I don't do. But if you, like I would say most restorative or most dentists are going to be like me and have an oral surgeon do all of it and a lab tech kind of do all of it yeah. until it heals up and it's ready for me to impress. And I, then I take an impression and the lab tech does the rest. Yeah. It's, that sounds to be the, the fairly common approach to it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you, I mean, the experience you got was the treatment planning of it. Yeah. Which still has that's tremendous value that you're, you're light years ahead of me. Yeah, you're you're three weeks. You got three weeks left in school. There's there's no possible way this is happening. Yeah, I don't think you could get the the immediate denture turned around that quick, like to be converted. Even if you could get everything done, like I I feel like the the barrier would be the lab making the 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 denture and the guide and all of that stuff. Like that's not going to happen in three weeks. Yeah, maybe it's maybe I'm just being negative, but let this shit ride, brother. Yeah, go, go just like go try on the cap and gown. Get ready. Practice your yes. your marching. Just yeah, like you got a lot of stuff. You got you got to address those uh, graduation announcements. You got to figure out where you're going to spend right. the gift cards that you're going to get. Uh, you got to like you got to find a place to have brunch after the graduation. Oh, these are all like important topics important. that need to be addressed. Right. <laughs> that like you don't need to be like worrying about this. No offense, sex worker. <laughs> <laughs> You have shit to do, brother. Yeah. Like, you're not going to get it done. No. It's fine. Just do the deal. And life is good. Let let let, uh, let whatever junior is rising to senior next year, uh-huh. let them deal with this. And let them deal with the, like, weird um, sort of sexy pictures that aren't really all that sexy. Like, let them deal with all this. Yeah. And just block her number in your phone. Just, like, refer to the... You know, scheduling desk or whatever, give her their number and then just like block the number. Yeah, it, it's time to move on. Time to move on. Hmm. Yeah, I, I really do. I feel, I mean, I never want to tell somebody to not go after treatment when it's there. Uh-huh. Don't go after this treatment. It's not worth yeah. it. Like, you don't have enough time to do it. It's just going to be a bother. Don't tell your wife. You have nothing. You 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 have nothing to disclose here. Yeah. Unless your Lance tells his wife everything. <laughs> She's got a sixth sense. She's going to find out anyway. This it's easier to <laughs> just be honest. The wife now. doesn't know this lady exists. <laughs> Not yet. That's well. That's true. <laughs> that's why you block. That's why you block, uh-huh. and and they'll never have access to your information or contact again. Like you're. That's what. That's the biggest thing. You don't have to. This is something you don't really have to deal with. Yeah. You block and move on. That's it. Yeah. 
I texted uh, or messaged Stephanie, Dean's wife, and uh, still no answer yet. So I'll. Hey, did Steve <laughs> McCarthy show your husband her tits? That's what I said. <laughs> right back soon. Love yeah. ya. It's hot for now. <laughs> oh, Lance. I love your choice of who you reached out to. Way to go. I guess that if this was their office and this happened, uh-huh. he's not hiding this from yeah, his wife. This one, you're, you're in the news, dude. You're going to have to come yeah, clean. This one's being picked up on, uh, on on Celebrity People Weekly. Like, yeah, yeah you're in. You, you've got to you've got to convince. Uh-huh. But uh, I feel like if 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 a big celebrity sent me that kind of picture, uh-huh. I feel like Andrew would just want to see the picture. Yeah, probably. Like Eva Longoria say, let me see that. Uh-huh. I feel like that would be kind of the deal. I don't know. Um, Sounds about right. Reddit user and Lance prepare because this might be the greatest Reddit username of all time. Reddit user Dave Grohl's Gooch Hair asks. And just wait, wait for this, wait for the punch. Reddit user Dave Grohl's Gooch Hair asks, interested in pediatric dentistry? <laughs> About to start dental school and I've been interested in it since undergrad. What is the lowest class rank I can have to get accepted? <laughs> and what else should I do to maximize my chances? Let's shoot for... Shoot for the stars, and if you land on the moon, no, that's all right. Um, <laughs> holy moly! Okay, I don't. Where do we? Should we start at the at the Dave Girl's Gooch Hair? Should we start <laughs> at the person who has a username of Dave Girl's Gooch Hair? <laughs> do wants we want to them hang ar- out with kids? Do we want this guy right? around kids? <laughs> yeah. So step one to maximize your chance might be change your Reddit username. Uh-huh. Yeah. Away from as much as I love it, don't get me wrong. Right. I love Dave Grohl's Gutierrez yeah, as a Reddit name. Big fan. However, I am not a residency director of a pediatric dentist residency. Uh huh. So, but if I, I feel was, like I'm, if I was, I'd, I'd probably be cool with this, but I'm not. And I, for some reason, I don't feel like most pediatric dentistry residency directors are going to think that this is funny. Yeah. Now, granted, they'll probably never learn what your username is for Reddit. But what if they do? Probably. What if you're tied with someone from Colombia and somehow they do some reversed IP address search and find this? And then the the guy from Colombia is like, I love kids 64. Like, I feel like <laughs> I love kids 64 is getting in. And Dave Grohl's gooch hair uh-huh. is 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 doing an AEGD yep. at a community clinic in um, upstate New York um, because I don't think you're getting into pedo if they know that this is your Reddit username. That seems uh, that's a fair, yeah. Okay, um, we'll get into Dave Grohl's gooch hair in a little bit when we look into their post history. Uh huh. What, did you have any interest in specializing before you started dental school? Well, sorta. I I didn't even decide to go into dental school until I had a summer job after my sophomore year in college, delivering retainers for an orthodontic lab. 
Oh, cool. So it kind of got me thinking. Oh, it's like what Pizza Hut wasn't hiring. Exactly, exactly. So because I don't think you get tips <laughs> delivering retainers, but you get tips delivering pizza. There's that. You know, it wasn't. It, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Actually, I mean, you're here. Yeah, I'm here. So it, it got me interested. I needed to choose a major, so I was like, ah, shit, I'll just choose this, and then it's kind of stuck with it. I'm stubborn. So what major did you choose? Human biology, but I never finished. Okay, that's I should, fine. I should you go back to, to school. Right. <laughs> yes, that's, that's what's holding you I back. I promised Lance. my mom I'd, I'd get a degree. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> so <laughs> every time it happens, like, what's do you, do you know what that degree almost always is? Like sixty percent of the time, communications. Yes, communications is oh, is is one for sure. Kinesiology uh-huh. is another one. Yeah. My favorite African American studies is is another one uh-huh. that comes up all the time. Like, yeah. like you know, whoever, like Zion Williamson or whatever, yeah. it, when he's eighty seven million dollars in his checking account, um, will will go back to Duke and finish his like African American studies degree or whatever. Yeah. Go. For what reason? I have no idea. Like, I don't feel like that's going to be the thing that sets him aside. Just loves Ralph Ellison's Invisible Man. Just just had to get a degree studying that that shit. Yeah. I remember when Emmett Smith uh, like graduated from the University of Florida after he had been like a two-time MVP, a Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, something like that, and like he finished his last class or whatever. And I remember him like getting his degree in like public relations or whatever. Uh huh. It's just like at that point, like why? Like you know, the getting your degree thing is for like the second line, the third middle linebacker and special teams guy who might play a year and a half. And will make a total of six hundred thousand dollars playing football and have three concussions for it. That guy, I get. Get your degree, buddy. But the superstar, I, I don't yeah. feel like they need their. They really need their degree. I yeah. could be wrong. Uh, yeah, probably are. Usually. So what? So you wanted to do ortho? <laughs> well, I thought I wanted to go into ortho, and then by the time I got into dental school, and I'm I'm partway through, and I'm like, fuck, I hate school. And so I thought, um, <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not happening. No, no. Yeah, I feel like ortho is the thing that most people go into dental school wanting to do. Yeah. It was no different in my class. I didn't, I didn't particularly want to be an orthodontist. Uh-huh. Um, but about half of my class wanted to do ortho. Like uh-huh. if you gave them Veritas Truth Serum right. before dental school started, they would say, oh, I, I'd like to do ortho. And I distinctly remember sophomore year, like spring of sophomore year, we have our first ortho lecture class. Yeah, uh-huh. And those bastards made it so stupid and hard. Yes. Like calculating moments and forces and vectors and crap like that. And just like really hard stuff. Our tests were short answer. Uh-huh. Really difficult. I mean, it was a really ball buster of a class. And I remember the very first lecture was particularly horrible. Yeah. And I remember like looking around at different people and that I knew wanted to do ortho and just the look on their face of just cr- like just crushing yeah. depression because it was, oh my God, this thing I've wanted to do for a decade sucks. Right, right. <laughs> I don't remember forces and all that kind of stuff, but I know that they pretty much kept it mysterious and made it so that we were, all we knew how to do was fill out the referral slip. Yeah, it's it's the specialty that teaches you the least. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine if Perio was like that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, just talked about neutrophils for two years. Fucking pussies. And 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 all of that and with no talk about controlling periodontal disease and uh-huh. just like, you guys don't want to worry yourself with this. Just send us everything. Yeah. Yeah. We got it. We got it. We got it. Like, no, every other specialty teaches you how to do it. 
except for ortho and they just teach you garbage for two years except for the special four or five people in the class who got like the weird secret book that uh-huh. had all like how you do everything yeah so i i always say go into dental school with an open mind yeah. You have no idea what you're going to like. You have you have no experience in any of this. You don't know what's going to speak to you. You don't know what you're going to be drawn to. You don't know what you're going to be good at, which I honestly think is like 80% of it. Yeah, for sure. I had when no someone idea. Realizes, yeah, I had no idea I was good at endo. I had no idea I was good at perio. I had no idea I was good at taking out teeth. Or in my case, and I had it, no idea how bad I was at all of that. And uh, yeah, so, so therefore... That's how you ended up in GP, as a GP. <laughs> yeah. My options became pretty <laughs> limited. And that's kind of for me. I always had a kind of an open mind. And then I really thought I wanted to do perio. And I had my application filled out. And I remember standing outside the director's door, his office door, for three straight days. And I held that application in my hand. And I thought, like, if I turn this in, there's a pretty good chance I'll never prep another crown again. And uh-huh. I didn't like that idea. And so I just never turned it in. And I kind of thought, like, hey, I can do as much perio as I want as a general dentist, but I can't do restorative dentistry as a, as a periodontist. Right. right. Yep. So that was sort of what made my decision in retrospect. I should have turned in that fucking <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you could, could have been the, the but, best pussy out there. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I, so first off, I mean, I always temper your, like, just temper your interest a little bit, like, till you know, like, you, everyone thinks they like kids until they're around them a little bit more, until they're around kids in a dental setting, which is completely different. Are you sure about that? I, like, I knew I hated kids from the get-go. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but there are people who may love kids, and then they get around kids in a dental setting and are not not fans of kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so wait until like your pedo rotation your junior year before you like jump yeah. up and down and say you want to do pedo. Now, here's the thing. Like, you can't just like work yourself into a hole and then decide you really want to specialize your junior year and then dig yourself out of it because you know, your GPA doesn't turn around that quick. It does not. Ask me how I know. Yes. Yeah. It's like it's <laughs> turning around the Titanic. Like once you get a year on the books, it's really hard to raise it a lot. So, you know, try to keep yourself in the game. Like, all right, so what's the lowest rank I can have and still be expect accepted? Yeah, I mean, it depends on where you go and the class size. I, yeah, I don't know. I, so, I'm sure there's stats on. Let's see here. Yeah, I'm sure there is. It's, somebody, somebody posted match statistics. Oh, really? Um, and I don't know. I don't know if it lists pedo or like. Um. Oh, yeah. Okay. So 1,901 people in, in 2019, this year, 1,901 people. So 1,900 people, almost 2,000 dental students were ranked by the match program for pediatric dentistry. Okay. The second highest of all the programs. So GPR was number one. Number two was pedo. Number three was OMS. Number four was ortho. Number five was AEGD. Number six was Perio. Number seven was Prost. Number eight was Anesthesia. Indo is not listed on here. I don't know why. Maybe they don't use the match. I'm not sure. Yeah, programs filled with match. So positions filled with math with match in pediatric dentistry 415 positions filled with match out of 1900 applicants 
So you basically have like a one in four chance somewhere in that neighborhood of of huh. matching a program if you apply. Huh. Only only to only around looks like about twenty five percent. Yeah, positions filled in the match four hundred fifteen out of nineteen hundred one applicants. GPA. Um, oh, that's not how this is done. Doesn't say what GPA was, what the average GPA was. Huh? Yeah, I'd be curious to know what uh, what it does take. More out of curiosity, I, I I have no idea my own GPA because they ha- I never picked up my grades at all. Did you really? <laughs> they mailed them to me my senior year. <laughs> I just figured there- if I was uh, if I failed it, you'd uh, you'd come find me. Yeah, yeah, they tracked <laughs> me down and let me know in person. I feel like. Uh huh. Um, so I mean, judging off of this, if, if a quarter of the people get in, I would say if you're in the top quarter of your class, you're looking okay. Right. I think it's pretty safe. Yeah. So that doesn't mean you got to be number one, you know? No, we had a guy who was probably like, I think he was like eighth in our class and got into a great oral surgery program. So it's not a, um, gotta be the top. Did he text a picture of his breast to the director? He would have. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't put it past him. I would him. too. So I would too. These B cups would. I would show these off to any. <laughs> Speaking of boobs, so next thing we know, we we lost sight of of Drake, and suddenly I'm in a Delta Flight magazine, and I see him advertising boob jobs. So he, really, yeah, he went on an extra year of cosmetic surgery, and uh, good for him. That all he does, he hasn't touched a tooth since dental school, and uh, does good nothing but him. boobs. Yeah. And lipo, American and dream. tummy tucks, and all. That. Yeah. I thought I thought we talked about my writer friend who had the American dream. I that was wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's apparently this guy. <laughs> um so be in the top quarter. Here the other thing about Pedo that drives me nutty in San Antonio. So I taught an operative uh-huh. at, at San Antonio for five years in restorative dentistry and specifically like the operative class. Okay. Um we have an, an award every year uh for the it's given senior year, but it's for the the best junior at operative dentistry so it's sort of the big award for okay. some reason like that's the big award okay it always has it's a big deal at the school it's named after uh um dr vernetti who's this famous operative dentist uh who wrote several books and, and was a, a director of operative at our school for a while before that at other schools uh so the vernetti award was a big deal and they they would announce like they would announce the nominees and then, like a few, like a month and a half later, they would. It was so it was like the Oscars. Like they announced the nominees, then you have like a month and a half, and then they would announce like the winner in front of everybody, and it was like a big thing. Uh-huh. And so I remember, like my year, the person who won Vernetti did ortho, and I was pissed because it's like if you win the Vernetti, it means you have great operative hand skills, and now right. you're going to a specialty that basically doesn't require any hand skills at all. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And then the year, some of the years that I was teaching out of the. It's kind of like, it like the hottest teaching. chick with the biggest tits in high school and she becomes a nun. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. just wrong. Out of the five years I was teaching, I, I'm trying to think back and add it up. Three of the Vernetti Award winners while I was teaching went on to do pedo, which is even a bigger insult than ortho. Because at least like with like pedo. It's just like your operative dentistry skills. No offense, pediatric dentist. I'm very sorry. Your pediatric skills 
I mean, your your operative skills literally do not matter. They don't it's have the, the, they don't have to be that great. The the tooth will be exfoliated in eighteen months. Exactly. So it I, I just like when, especially one in particular who's the best operative student I ever had, a guy named Rex. Rex was a great operative dentist, and he decided to do pedo, and I just like, I just like lost it. Um, <laughs> Did you beat the shit out of him? Fill a, a pillowcase God, full of just, soap? Yeah. It's just rough. Just rough. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Shoot for the top quarter of your class and change your Reddit username. Yeah. That's what I would do. Not in that order. Um, let's look at his, uh, let's look at, at, at his Reddit post history. I don't want to put this guy on blast too much because he might be listening. Um, <laughs> what are the this odds? is a great Seriously. one. <laughs> in Game of Thrones, and subreddit Game of Thrones, why do all the giants in Game of Thrones look like Liam Neeson? And he's 100% right. <laughs> he is. He's 100% right. Yeah. One one absolutely looked like a big, weird Liam Neeson. Uh-huh. One one was definitely a big, weird Liam Neeson. Um, a bunch of stuff in dental school subreddit um, where he interviewed when he got his interviews. How about this in Ask Reddit? Do musical artists listen to their own music? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I, I would. I've never I asked. kind of think they do. I guess they kind of have to. Quality control? Maybe. Uh, Ask Reddit. Reddit, how is dog poop cleaned off carpet? <laughs> okay. Several of those questions. How do I clean dog poop off white carpet? How do I remove dog poop stain from carpet? Sounds like uh, you, he's got a dog. Yeah, I hope you got that worked out. Um, those are the good ones. Those are, are some. Those are some of the good ones. Reddit, so can, be, ones are, Reddit can be useful. It's uh, DAT, yeah, DAT stuff. Uh, order like ordering matches and stuff like that on applications and whatnot. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so not, nothing too too crazy. But yeah, I might consider before you uh, start applying to residencies, changing your Reddit username. Again, I don't know how they're going to find it, but you just never know. You just That's not a question know. you want to deal with in your interview. Yeah, so David, You please. just never know. I mean, like Kavanaugh had no idea his high school party was going to come back right, to Biden. Right, and turn into this thing. Supreme and now Court. he's like answering questions about it in front of the freaking country. Yeah. David, David, can you, can you please tell me what exactly does it mean? Dave Grohl's gooch hair. Can you please answer that question for me? Yeah. Um, that's not a, that's, you don't want to be taken off, off, uh, caught off guard. Exactly. By, by that one. What do you mean by Eiffel um, Tower? <laughs> playing in France. It's great. I like the baguette. High, high five. <laughs> um, oh, wait. I think that's going to do it. Oh, for tonight. probably should. Uh, share this with your friends. It's your turn for a song. You, you got is. one in mind? I do. Okay, good. Share this with your friends. If you know the dentist who got the pictures of Jenny McCarthy, share this with them. Um, even if you don't and you would like to know who did, please share this. We'll see if we can find out by crowdsourcing and grassroots. Uh, rate and review us. What's your favorite number, Lance? Big fan of five. I am as well. Five stars. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com, and all the social bullshits. Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. Twitter, at Winter Francis. Instagram, at Winter Francis. Lance can be found on Instagram, at DRTimmerman, DMD. I can be found on Instagram, at Joshua Austin, DDS. Mash that follow button, slide into the DMs. No question is too mediocre. 
Nuts. Tell us about your song. Well, just to kind of throw a curve, because you're expecting something from Manchester, and you wouldn't be totally wrong. (laughs) Of course not. (laughs) Because I'm a big fan of covers, uh, one of my favorite bands out of Manchester was Joy Division, and they were uh, known, famous for, you know, She's Lost Control. Uh, but they had a, their probably their biggest hit was after their lead singer killed himself was Whoa. Level Tra- Terrace Apart. Great song, but other bands also covered it. Famously, uh, Fall Out Boy. Level Terrace Apart? Love, oh, oh, love Will Terrace Apart. Love Will Terrace Apart. I thought you said Level Terrace <laughs> Apart. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's it's really interesting. Is that about Minecraft or something? <laughs> that's right. So Love, love Will Terrace Apart. Fall Out Boy even covered the song, but my favorite cover is this other British guy named Paul Young. Do you know who Paul Young was or is? I do not. Yeah, he had some hits. when. But, he, so you're talking covers. The original looks like it's from like 1980, summer of 1980. Right, right. Okay. Paul, Paul Young had some hits in the 80s. Come Back and Stay. Or- Hurry, come back and stay for good this time. Or Every Time You Go Away was probably the biggest hit. Yeah. Yeah. And you so, take a piece of me with you. Take a piece of me with you. Well, he That's also. That's how I feel about you, Lance. <laughs> I, it's mutual. I love you 3000. So he, uh, Paul Young covered it. His, he covered it on one, one of his albums, but his best version is a live uh, version of his cover. So I, I thought, you know what? That's a great version of that song. I'm going to throw that out there for this week. Nice. So this was Lovell Terrace. <laughs> Lovell. Lovell. Lovell <laughs> Terrace <laughs> Apart. Jim Lovell will tear us apart. <laughs> that astronaut bastard. Never a straight answer from NASA. Never. Um, no, this is love will tear us apart. You're going to have to see. Otherwise, it sounds like level tear us apart. Yeah. Anyway, okay. <laughs> level tear us apart from Paul Young. Uh, for Lance Timmerman, I'm Josh Watson. Peace. Celebrate the foreskin. Yeah.